Can you really build a successful full-time business as a creative? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find out more about me and how to work with me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. It's so nice to be talking to you guys today, and I'm pretty interested and excited for this question that, of course, immediately, as soon as those words just came out of my mouth, I'm like, that sort of implies that I'm not always interested in the questions that come. And I assure you, fine listeners, I do enjoy your questions. This one's a fun one, I think mostly because of how the listeners started and just sort of said, I want you to shoot it to me straight. Um, And she's wondering how she can build a business as a creative. Um, If she's a maker, if she's creating a physical product that she has to spend the time to build and design and create and sell, can you really make a full-time living being artistic? I think is the core of the question. But then the second part is, if the answer is yes, how exactly do you go about doing it? It's a question we haven't had on the show before. I don't think I, you know, when I got the question, I was like, wow, creatives listen to the show too. So it was good for me to get this letter. I'm going to dive into her question before I put my foot in my mouth any further. And I'll find you all on the other side. Heather, I need you to shoot it to me straight. Do you really think a creative can make a full-time living? I've been working for Pottery Barn for seven years in their corporate offices. I've been working my way up and can see that I have a future with this company. In my free time, I make my own home accessories, mostly wall art and accents using metal and wood. I've also ventured into creating home lighting fixtures. I make something, I sell it. I make something else, I sell that. Since the start of the year, I've had as much, I haven't had as much time for making because of my job. I can do it as a hobby or as a stress reliever, but little else. I keep wanting more. I expressed this to my dad and he asked me how many lights I would need to sell to pay my rent and I just felt defeated immediately. I've seen a lot of businesses offering coaching services to creatives, but honestly, it seems like most creatives are making money by teaching other creatives how to make money. Welcome to business coaching too, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's your take? Is this possible? How would you forge the path and what should I consider? So first of all, like, yes, absolutely. I think that this is possible. I think you have to be smart about it and you have to be strategic about it. But I absolutely believe it's possible for makers and creatives to build a business. I actually think that one of the problems in the conversation is that is the label that makers and creators <laughs> and creatives use. I, I think that the association with being a maker is that you just kind of dabble in it. I think the association with being a creative is that you're just a little flighty and all earthy crunchy and you're wandering the fields with fairies and, and Tinkerbell rather than thinking about something serious. Because the reality is, is I just hired an interior designer to help me with the interior of my home and help me figure out which stone I want where and how, what kind of floor I want and all of that. And she would probably 
probably consider herself a creative, but she also labels and identifies herself as a designer. You could easily call yourself a home accessory designer and suddenly the perception of that title, the perception of what you do is elevated. So the first thing that I want you to do is check the story at the door of how you were defining yourself as a creative. And what does that mean about you? Because if you were battling not only other people's perception of you, but your own perception because you're not smart enough for this or you're not good with numbers or any other self sort of created story because you just go off and paint things sometimes, then that is going to be the number one thing you battle as you do this. And I love that you did your research. I love that you went out and said, how could I do this? How are other people doing this? And the reality is, is you're absolutely right. There's tons of communities and memberships and group programs for somebody, you know, for teaching creatives how to do this, how to sell their stuff on Shopify, how to sell their stuff on Etsy, how to sell, you know, off their own websites, drop shipping, this, that, and the other thing. There are all of these different strategies. But the other thing you are largely ignoring in your letter is that you freaking work for Pottery Barn and you've been in the corporate offices for seven years. I kind of think that you were going to have a leg up over a lot of makers and a lot of creatives because you know how the industry works. You know how the wall art that I I bought a metal piece of wall art. Um, I think it was from Pottery Barn. Could have been your competition. But I bought like three dimensions wall pieces from your store. So you must have some inside, you know, uh, information on how those creators and designers are found, how they get their deals with Pottery Barn, all of that. So, you know, and honestly, that example I just gave you is probably a little ahead of you, right? Because you need to learn some business skills first. You need to learn kind of who and what you want to be and how you want to move through the world. And I think what you're struggling with is you're staying in the daydream land. You're staying in this place of like, oh, I would really like to do it. And oh, I just enjoyed my Saturday so much because I just spent three hours working on my light and I learned how to do this. So then I went off and sold it. And now I'm going to pick my next project and you've been doing it thus far as a hobbyist and dreaming about it as a business person. So the leap you have to make in association, of course you felt knocked down when your dad was like, how many lights do you need to sell in order to pay your rent? But that's not what you're going to do. You're not going to like quit a pottery barn job where you have potential to go up the ladder to suddenly be like, I'm going to make wall art and I'm going to make a full-time living at it. No, you are going to build the, if you choose to and you decide to, because yes, answer to your question again is, absolutely positive, but you are going to start doing this by moving through the world as a business owner who sells home accessories. You're not a side hustler. You're not a craft person. You're not somebody who does this on the side. You are going to start a business selling wares you've made for the home. So what that means, my friend, is is you don't only build something when you feel like it. And you don't only you don't only make something when you have time. And you don't only, you know, make these decisions based on a whim or based on a wish or based on a prayer. You start thinking about making things as a 
business, meaning it kind of has to start becoming non-negotiable in your schedule that you make time to make something, that you make time to learn from a sales strategy, to pay attention and to start absorbing information about how other people did this. This is not the time to engage in a coaching program because you have not even made the decision that you want to do this. You are at the, I kind of wondered if I could, and this might be a kind of a good idea place. So what I want you to do is indulge that curiosity. And I don't want you to do it by paying a shit ton of money and giving yourself away and all of that. What I want you to do is say for X amount of time, and I really like three months because it works on the business quarterly, but it also gives you enough time, enough weeks and enough weekends and enough evenings to see what does it feel like to move through the world as somebody who makes money by selling her creative um, uh, pieces of art in her creative home accessories. Because when you make one thing and sell it and make another thing and sell it, you're in hobby land. You're not even in side hustle land. And what I want you to do is to see if you do it as a business, if you do it on demand, if you do it with the expectation of the, of responsibility, of customer service, of customer satisfaction, and offering customer service, and looking at your margins for how much you spend to make the thing, how much, how many hours you're spending making the thing, and then ultimately how much you sell it for, and you start being curious and working on this idea, do you still like it? Because anybody can dream about making a business um, because they had a good time making one or two things and selling it. It is way different when you have to put some skin in the game, when you have to inconvenience your free time and give up some things in order to have this. Um, All of you listening right now, um, there is a weed whacker in the background and I'm going to keep talking and give it a go and hopefully you're not hearing it through (laughs) the recording because (laughs) that's how we roll here. But you know, back to you, dear listener, what I want you to think about is how can you start to move through the world as somebody who does this, somebody who learns about numbers, somebody who learns about margins, somebody who starts thinking about this because the, and where I would start is not with an investment in a coach, not with an investment in a membership and a coaching program. And I wouldn't start going to social media and filling your head with noise. The first place I would go is amazon.com. And I would start looking at business books for creatives. There's probably a crap ton of them. So you can look up. I would like you to look up the descriptions. I would like you to see what resonates with you, what lights you up, what makes you curious. And I would get a couple of books. Then you can start to learn about like, what do new business owners need to learn? And you can get a couple of business books about that. Because ultimately, yes, you are probably going to have to make a significant investment in getting a coach or getting a mentor or getting something like that. But before you put any of that money towards this, I want to make sure you actually want it. I want to make sure that this is something that you have buy-in into, that it still lights you up when you have to make it and you don't get to just make it because you have time. Those are the things I would like you to consider and pay attention to. What does it feel like 
to move through the world as somebody who does this. So what that means for you, my friend, is you're still going to work for a while. You've still got your nine to five. You're still giving it your all. You're still working on climbing the ladder. You're still doing your gosh darn best at work. But you on the side are going to see what it's like to do this more, to do it on demand, to do it when you don't feel like it, to do it when you have to pay attention to profit margins, to do it when you're trying to find space. Because those are the things that business owners have to manage. Those are the things that business owners have to think about. And when you decide for yourself that you want to own a business, you have to make sure you know what you want and what you're signing up for. Because so many people are sitting in this like, oh, it would be so nice to not have to go to work today because it's so sunny. And I could just work from four in the afternoon till 10 o'clock at night instead. And think, themselves that that's what it means to own a business. And you can't have the perks without paying the price. And you haven't been exposed to the price yet. So before you continue to daydream and wander and in all of that, I want you to move through the world in the skin of somebody who does that. But to answer your question, absolutely, absolutely, especially with your connection to Pottery Barn and your particular line of interest. Um, it's probably not a coincidence that some Somebody with your hobby landed in Pottery Barn, but you're going to have connections. You're going to be able to talk to people who can tell you where to start and how to start, and you're going to have the inside edge if you want it. And a good way to decide for yourself if you want it is to give it a go. Move through the world as somebody who does this. Do this as if and see if you like it. See what you would need to change. See the pros and cons. What could be adjusted? What's non-negotiable? And then take it from there. But don't decide you can't just because your father is saying, how many lights do you need to pay? And don't decide you can just because I'm telling you it's possible. Because I've been a business owner for 15 plus years. I am somebody who enjoys being a business owner. So it's going to be easier for me to be like, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You know, you got to decide for yourself. And the only way you're going to know is if you do it. So that's the challenge to you. Um, I loved this question. Um, thank you so much. And thank you too, I think, for the invitation to just tell it to you straight. I, I think sometimes I get in this dance where I'm like, how direct do I want to be? There's all this information. I don't know. What if? What if? And so this was a really great question. Um, I am also going to put out a warning label to all listeners listening that my inbox is rapidly becoming empty and you are all going to be saddled with my random... Um, thoughts and topics that I come up with on my own. If more letters don't come in, you can always find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. Hopefully the weed whacker didn't get picked up by the mic and I will talk to you next time. You guys take care. Bye for now.